Through the Psalms, Part 5. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. I'm Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Hello. Hello, Pastor Wes. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah. This nice fall day. Uh huh. I miss the yeah. sun. <laughs> well, I miss the sun, but I do love fall. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I like, I, I love wearing a sweater. Yeah. But I also would rather just wear a long sleeve and hike up the sleeves and just be like in the sun. Like, that would just be way better. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just wear a t shirt? I don't know. Hmm. I'm just complicated like that. Yeah. And I know Carrie's listening, so. Yeah, my favorite length of shirt sleeve is when oh, it when it's like just past the it's elbow, like a three quarter sleeve. Yes, no, those are fantastic because it's non-committal. It's not one or the other. It's like it's the gray area in between. Yeah, it's the gray area yeah. of t-shirts and long sleeves. Yeah, you just don't know. I'm wearing one right now. Yep, but yeah, so yeah, we are. Well, I'm missing the sun. Are you missing the sun at all? I am missing the sun. Renee I mean, just left up for vacation. I know. She's gonna be soaking up the sun. Yep. So. Yep. The sun will come back. We have some some <laughs> sunny winter days, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll look forward to those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can all go on vacation down south somewhere again. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. Like a youth trip? Yeah, let's just do a youth uh, week of youth. Just, you know, we're going to be down south somewhere. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. You do not know what issues that is going to cause me now. I'll when chaperone. When you listen to this and they're going to be like, oh yeah, let's go. Email like, Julie right. to sign up <laughs> and I'll uh, chaperone you. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. So as Julie said, we are in part five of our Through the Psalm series and we're going to be looking at kind of a psalm most people know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Psalm 139. Yep, um, I know that it's one. It's a pretty well-recognizable psalm. Um, and it's an important psalm because this is a psalm of praise and knowing. Um, you know, it's written by David. Um, I feel like the psalm shows a lot of confidence and trust that David has for God. Mm-hmm. It shows a relationship and it shows really a coming together almost, I would find. Like, it's it's kind of like, God, I know you. You know me. Like, this is... Yeah, we're in it. This is a really... Together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... We're gonna we're gonna read through it. Uh, we're gonna break this into four different chunks um, and just kind of go through it um, sure. and talk about it. But yeah, so let's let's jump in. So if you got your Bible, you can open up to Psalm one thirty nine, starting right off at verse one. I'm gonna read to verse six. So this is what it says: You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my laying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. So in the very beginning of this psalm, we see something different. Because we've been talking about a lot of lament lately. We've gone Mm -hmm. through a lot of lamenting psalms, but this is much different than what we've done before. So this shows a unique relationship that David has with God. You know, describes multiple times in this first six verses how God knows David. Talks about how God knows, you know, when he sits, when he lays down, his going out, his his time when he mm-hmm. is going to sleep. Like it says when he says, you hem me in, like mm-hmm. you uh, 
you know, the beginning, the end. That's yeah. that's what it alludes to in my mind anyway. Yeah. Like the alpha and the omega, you have exactly. me in before and after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even the, the knowledge of before I speak a word, you know it completely. Yeah. And I find in that first six verses, which can for us can sometimes be a little overwhelming. It's like, God knows every single thought that I am having. Oh, no. But at the same time, God actually knows our thoughts and knows our minds, knows our yeah. hearts. So when we go to God in prayer, when we go to God in communication, God knows what we're even thinking or what we're speaking that we may not mm-hmm. be able to share. Because there's times when people, I find, will go and will pray to God, but we're not praying the thing that we can feel. Like we're, I'm not, it's, like, it's like that nagging thought of like, I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to say that one. No, nope. yep. it's too big. I don't want to say it. It's too much. But God sees that. And he's like, no, all right. And he hears those and he understands mm-hmm. those and he knows our hearts. And so what David is writing is how we are actually really close with God. How God is someone who intimately cares for us and knows us and wants to be in this relationship with us. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to read, uh, we're going to continue on this mm-hmm. song, this part, this episode. Uh, we're both, yeah, yeah. This, I know, it's yeah, one of those days. It's one of those days. Mm-hmm. So this episode um, might go a little faster because jumping through these these verses, they have to go hand in hand together. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, we're going to keep talking about it. Okay. So this is verse 7 um, through 12, and it says this. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If, my, if I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I, say, if I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is, the light, is as light to you. So this switches a little bit because the first part goes off how God actually knows our hearts and knows our minds and like it really knows us and really understands us. Mm-hmm. But this, these few verses actually switch and show God's presence. They actually talk about how God is actually everywhere, yeah. essentially. And we can see this, especially right at the beginning of verse 7, when it says, where can I go from your spirit? Like David's asking the question, God, he's like, God, there's there's actually nowhere I can go where you mm-hmm. are not there. It's got a different tone than some of the other Psalms. Yes, though, yes it does. Because he's like, He's like in awe of mm-hmm. God's, um, is how God can be everywhere at yeah. once, whatever the yeah. omnipresence. That's oh, thank you. Yeah, I was gonna call it something else. So om- omnipresence, omni means all, oh. and then yeah, yeah, just for those who don't know, but yeah, um, yeah. So it's like the tone of it though is that he's in awe of that fact. He's yes. like, whoa, this is blowing my mind. It's yeah. not like a, oh, well, I guess I can't hide from you. <laughs> like it doesn't have a, you know. When I read that, the first thought that comes to me is Jonah, like the book of Jonah. Oh, yeah. And I just, yeah. I kind of think I'm like, Jonah probably didn't realize as David realized, but God, you saw Jonah at all times. Yeah. You were with him at all times through all of that, where he is running, where he is trying yeah. to get away in the belly of, in, in the, of the fish. Yeah. You, you are there with him. Like that, that, that I find changes the story of Jonah slightly because it's saying that God, like, Jonah kind of abandoned his mission, kind of abandoned God in that sense, but God yeah. never abandoned Jonah. Yes. And so that that's very interesting. Yeah, it is. But David says something I find fascinating. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. 
Because right before that, in the mm. verse before that, he says, um, up in the heavens, yeah, you are there. But what do you think he means by bed in the depths? I don't know. I wonder. We, we constantly talk about um, faith by, well, you know, where do you put your head? Where do you put your rest? Like, where, where do you actually rest in? And I think what David is getting at is that if he was to have no faith, no trust in God anymore, just abandon God, just say, God, I'm done with you, and make his bed in the depths, what he's mm. saying is, because Jewish people, when they talked about the sea, constantly they had a negative notation with the sea. The yes. depths of the sea were, like, people thought were just like, they were, they were hell, essentially, just because yeah. it was awful. You saw people die constantly and all these. Well, I think David is saying, if I was making my bed in the depths, you are still there somehow. Yeah. And I think what David is really getting at is that no matter where we think we are, no matter where we've put our head to rest, mm-hmm. God is still there with us. Yeah. And he's saying that I could walk a thousand miles away from you, but you're still there yep. every step of the way, which is fat. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, he goes on, you know, if I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle from the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. So it's saying how God actually not only is there present with David, but he's also guiding him. He's walking with him and mm-hmm. saying, he's he's touching David's heart and saying, no, this way or go this way or this what needs to happen. He's putting things on David and being like, no, you see that person there that is struggling. You need to reach them. You need yeah. to be with them. And he, and he does this. Um, and something I really love is when David finishes that part off talking about darkness. It's not mm. even the darkness is light to you, God. Like when we live out in the country. Yes. So it's a little easier for us to understand darkness than I think it is living in the city. Because when I was yeah. in Cambridge, it never really got like too dark. No. Like, there was always lights, like street lights or anything else. But out in the country, like when it is dark. It's real dark. It's real dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, like I think like the Richard, like the Richardson family, like their yeah. farm out in like in Bing. Yeah. Um, Dunville. Yeah, I know. But I have to really say Bing because it's just a thing. Okay. You, people who listen to this will understand. Got it. But. It gets dark out there. Like, it is yeah. pitch black. Or think about when anytime you've been up to Camp Kakwa. Exa- oh, yes. It's real dark up there, too. Yeah, it gets dark. Yeah. Like, we're doing a night game. Yeah. Like, if they didn't have glow sticks or didn't have any kind of lights on for us doing a night game, you're running into every single person. Yeah. There's no way. And so, David says that, you know, even the darkness is light to you, God. Mm-hmm. That, like, you see through all of it. You are the light and the fact that he talks about guiding and everything like it just it it flows so well and he does such an amazing job with this um and it's just i don't know i feel like kind of in awe of how he describes god mm-hmm. like that's like david's in awe of god but we're also in awe of god reading this being like wow god like this is crazy yeah. um but let's let's continue on we're going to read 13 uh to 18 now do you want me um, to do that sure that'd be great okay for you created my inmost being You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. That 
those few verses are beautiful in such an amazing way. David, and it's one of the most talked about verses, I think. It's 13. For you created mm-hmm. my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. That when we were being developed, yep. God's knitting us together. Yeah. And it comes back to the part of like the hem. Like yeah. God's putting us together. Mm-hmm. And he knows us so well. Um, and it just, he continues on with that. He talks about how his works are wonderful. Um, that his frame was not hidden from God. Mm-hmm. That all of these things before flesh and bone were even a thing. God knew us. Mm-hmm. And you must think of that. I know I did when we were having kids, but even you having Oliver. Yeah. You know, you're like, there's a little guy in there or little person. Yeah. Who is it? I don't know. But, but God, God knew. knew. God knows and is yeah. knitting. Oh, it's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. And mm. the thing, David, like the fact that David says in here that before I had any frame, any form, anything at all, you knew me. Mm-hmm. That his name was written in God's book long before time. Like David's practically saying before time was a thing, his name was written in God's book, mm-hmm. which I think we read this because David writes this as a way to relate to God. He writes this as a way for other people to also see and relate to God. For all, It's not just for David, though. Mm-hmm. It's for all of us, that all of us are known by God. All of us are written mm-hmm. by God, yep. formed by God. And it's this beautiful relationship that we actually have to say that it's not something we can just keep inside. It's not something that we can just, you know, it's hard to describe because we can't just bottle it in. Mm-hmm. David has to write about it. David has to share it because he realizes. And for us, I think we also need to share that and talk about it because the fact is, like in our world today, like so many people argue, so many people fight, but to come yeah. together and say, well, we are all created by God. Yeah. We're all created and knitted together and formed together. Like before any of us had any form at all, God actually knows us. Like that to me break certain boundaries and break certain things to break it down to be like we're a lot more together than we than than we mm-hmm. think and so i think that's something really important but i kind of went off track but that's okay yeah david just he the way he writes it i find it's it fits really well mm-hmm. um this is the last part that i want to read um this end of psalm 139 and it has a very different connotation to it um (laughs) and it it starts off with verse 19 says if only you god would slay the wicked and from me you who are bloodthirsty they speak of you with evil intent your adversaries misuse your name do i not hate those who hate you lord and abhor those who are in rebellion against you i have nothing but hatred for them i count them my enemies search me god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts see if any offense See if any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Mm-hmm. So each verse section that we've talked about has a different point. It has a different subject. on. Like it feels mm-hmm. like it switches so easily. But this one is intense. Yeah. Like it just starts off, God, if you would slay the wicked. Yeah. Like, David, where's that coming from? Well, I think... I think it comes from David being like, wow, look how wonderful, look how awesome God is. And he's like, are you serious? These guys are like, 
nasty and you're letting them live yeah like they're doing terrible down. things they're, they're awful they're misusing yeah. your name they're doing all these terrible things yeah and david's frustrated yeah and exactly what i think is relatable is that we can feel this easily in our world today we can be like god what why are things happening with this if you're so awesome if you're so wonderful you knew us from our very intent you know the words we speak before we even mm-hmm. say them yet people keep saying things or things keep happening and why god why like david finishes this off question why almost yep and but at the same time he says that you will keep leading me mm-hmm. and what i think is really important for us to realize is that we have a very good insight in david's relationship with god is that yes david praises him he laments to him but the most important thing is he talks to him and mm-hmm. it's a simple conversation god why yeah like if you like I just explained how you're amazing and all these things and know it so well and all of these, but then you won't, you won't do that. And that's because it shows David, I mean, it shows God's character. Yeah. See, uh, God's character is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is redeeming and it is grace filled and there's so much mercy. And what I think, I hope we can learn from this Psalm and what I hope we can learn from David is that, we have that as well with God, that that ability to talk with Him, that ability to relate, um, and that ability to process through tough things. Because mm-hmm. we constantly think um, that when we have to go through things, when we have to process things, we have to do it on our own. Yeah. But in reality, we actually can go to God with it and actually talk through it with God. And we should. And we should. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Yes. If you have any questions for Wes or if you want to chat with him about any of this, you can reach him at Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye.